Hello, everyone. Welcome back to New Era of Me. I'm your host, Hannah Brock, and for today's episode, I am going to be discussing what it's like being a successful small business owner. And I'm not saying that my business is successful. I'm just saying, like, in my eyes, as a 20-year-old, it's pretty successful as a 20-year-old. And so I'm just going to give my personal experience with working with social media, kind of like acting like I'm a content creator because pretty much I am because I create all my own content for all the many businesses I have. I feel like I am an entrepreneur at heart and so that's why I say I'm a small business owner because I've worked very hard for all the businesses I have. So if you are interested in wanting to start a small business, you probably have that entrepreneur mindset. You don't really want to work for someone. You want to work for yourself. You want to be creative and do what you love. And I understand that. Trust me, I completely understand that. I'm on the same page. And so that is why I started all my small businesses. And I'll list some of them because if you're new here, you might not know exactly what I'm talking about. But hello, my name is Hannah Brock and I started with a Instagram page and I used to cut up like thrifted shirts and resell them and this was during covid and they would sell they would sell pretty fast like i made a following and what i did is i would follow people that follow other thrifting accounts and i would message them and guys when you want to do this you have to really want it because i worked really hard with messaging every single person i followed And yeah, it's kind of cringy and seems desperate, but it worked for me. Those people that I followed and messaged, they were like, oh my gosh, I love your stuff. Thanks for following me. Not everyone, but a lot of people were happy that they found my account from me following them and messaging them. So that's what I did in the beginning. And then I realized that I want to rebrand my stuff. And thankfully, I got an embroidery machine. And that was when the Nike embroidered crewnecks were really popping off. that was still during COVID. And so I had so much time on my hands. You know what I mean? So I would just bust out a bunch of embroidered Nike crewnecks and I would sell them. And then that just really blew up my business because that's when I started to realize like I can send crewnecks to influencers and they would post and tag me. And that was before influencers would charge money. And so I was hyped. I was like, this is amazing. Yes, I'm sending you a free product and you're just posting a story. Like, to me, that's a fair trade. But now influencers are like so above and beyond and think that they deserve $500, which I can discuss in a whole nother thing. You guys might agree with them, but for me, I just don't agree. But whatever. So I worked my ASS off with those embroidered crewnecks. It took me a long time to make those I would try and make like five a day and there was a time where I was doing very well and I was very proud of myself but I started to get super unhappy because I was just sitting in my room all day staring at my embroidery machine and it's just like I was just not genuinely happy like I just didn't feel fulfilled and so I told myself I'm gonna take a break and think of something new to do And so what I did was I started to make hoodies that aren't embroidered. They're like screen printed with the sayings on the back. And thankfully, that became a trend too. 
And so I did my first three like sayings on the back of hoodies was one of them was wish you were here, which was definitely like my most popular one. And then one of them was I look hot for me, not you. And then the other one I did was prove them wrong, babe. So then I just did the same thing. I made those hoodies and then I would reach out to influencers and ask them if they would post in it if I sent it to them. And they agreed. Most of them did. And so that was just my life for like two years, like working with hoodies. And it grew and it grew. And if you guys know Isabel Wallace, um, she really helped me grow. Like she was just like so thankful for getting free products. She would she would post TikToks in it and like tag me. And that really helped me grow my Instagram and my business. And so that happened. But then I started to just lose passion for it. I was I was shipping everything out myself. And it was just a lot of work. It was. And I don't want to sound ungrateful, but I was like 18, 19 at the time. And that was just, I think I was maybe 17 or 18 actually. And that was just a lot to do as a 17, 18 year old. Like I just started college and that was when I was living in a different city. So then on the weekends I would go home and just package a bunch of hoodies. And I started to realize, okay, like I need to calm down. But guys, as soon as I calmed down and like kind of stopped posting consistently, my my business went downhill from there and it's still downhill. Like I've honestly not given up, but now I'm not really focusing on that business just because it's going to take a long time again to rebrand it and bring it back up. So I'm kind of not focusing on that business anymore and I'm focusing on new things. For example, this podcast, this is actually, I wouldn't say it's a business, but maybe in the future it will be. But right now, I am just doing it for myself and just to help others. And it's just like a passion I have is to talk to people and help people through relatable problems. And so that's this thing that I'm doing is podcasting. And kind of, I just thought it was a great opportunity because I am in my 20s and I do have a few businesses And I think I'm a dog mom. I think a lot of people would like to listen about what your not so average 20 year old is doing. Like I would say I don't have the average 20 year old life because yes, I do go to college, but I'm not a part of a sorority. I don't party at all. And I literally am a dog mom and I don't really have that type of life that other college students have. And I'm I'm not sad about it. I chose this life and I'm happy about it. But that's why I decided to start this podcast. And so that's hopefully in the future going to be a business. And I did start getting ads. So that's good. But overall, I am doing this literally for myself. It's almost like a therapy dupe, even though I truly do think I need to start going to real therapy. Uh, But we're not going to talk about that today. But yes, Therapy dupe is talking about my problems and also helping others with their problems and just making people feel less alone. So that's that. And then another thing is I am starting an activewear brand and I want to talk about my 
whole experience with working with manufacturers and all that because guys, I started this two and a half years ago. It's crazy how hard it is compared to just making hoodies. Like with hoodies, you buy it from a wholesale company, which is so easy. And then you literally either embroider it yourself or screen print it yourself. Like being a having a hoodie business is a lot easier than activewear because yes, you could buy activewear wholesale and just buy some stuff that's already made. But for me, from learning and having experience with my hoodie business, I realized there's nothing better than my hoodies. There's nothing, my hoodies aren't anything better than other people's hoodies because I was just doing it from a wholesale. So I made it a goal of mine for my activewear brand to be literally custom, perfect, 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 best material, best fitting. Like I made it so custom and it took so long because I would get sent samples from the manufacturer and then I wouldn't be that happy with it. Like, yeah, it was all right, but if I'm spending all this money on samples, it has to be perfect. And so with my manufacturer, I have a whole lot of story with that. Um, So I worked with a manufacturer for about a year or so and we made an agreement, but we didn't do a contract, but we made an agreement and it's in text and everything about the pricing and the minimum order quantity, which is MOQ. So she says like, oh, you have to order 200 in this color and that's their minimum order quantity. They can't do any less. And I'm like, okay. And I told them that's as much as I can do. Like I can't pay for more because I'm just getting started. Who knows if this is going to be a good business or not? Like I have to just do as as minimum as possible. And so she told me that. And for the price, she told me that. And we agreed on those two things. And then once I finally, like a year later, got the sample that I loved and I was so happy with it. I was like, this is it. This is perfect. Everyone's going to love this. I am so happy with it. And I was like, let's start um, production, bulk production. And then she's like, by the way, I want to let you know that we switched our MOQ, minimum order quantity, and our pricing. And I'm like, wait a second. I'm not going with this anymore. Like, yeah, I wasted a whole year of my life, but I can't afford that. Like, I literally, their other minimum order quantity was as much as I could afford. Like, I barely could afford that. And so I couldn't go forward with it. And I actually was super upset at them. And I said that they are very unprofessional because once they found out that they had to raise their prices, they should have informed me right away because we were talking pretty much every day back and forth. So I know that I was on their mind and they probably thought, oh, this poor girl has been working on this for over a year. She's just going to go with it. You know what I mean? Which I get. They probably thought they could get away with it, but they didn't. So then... What I did was I reached out to more manufacturers, asked them if they could do it. And you know what? A lot of manufacturers had very high minimum order quantities. So I couldn't afford that. And then I finally found someone. And that's who I'm working with now. And it took about a year and a half for them to perfect the shorts. I even sent them the samples that I got from the first manufacturer. And I don't know why they took so long to make it identical, but they did. 
And so I finally have that in bulk production. And it's been two and a half years of a process, but I think it's going to be worth it. Whenever I post a TikTok like showing a sample, it gets a good amount of views. And people are like, where's that link? Like, send me the link. Like, that's so cute. So I'm like getting excited for when I actually have all the sets. And I'm just so excited. It has like a crossover band, waistband, and it's like perfect for like the gym rats, like the gym girlies that love the gym. But it's also perfect for girls that like to go on hawker walks. I'm doing three colors to start with, and I just hope it goes successful. But that's the thing with being an entrepreneur. It's risk. It's pure risk. There's literally, it might do super well, and my TikToks might do super well, or it might it might not do well at all, and maybe a few of my friends buy it from me, and that's it, you know? And then I just spent so much money, so much time, and so much hope all thrown away. And I have those people in my life that are like, you live and you learn. At least now you have experience with working with manufacturers, which I get. And also, being at this age of 20, this is the time where you should spend the money and risk it all because you're literally 20. You're not paying those bills, which maybe you are, but I'm not. And so that's how I see it is like, okay, this is my time to risk it all. And so that's what I'm doing. And so, guys, I'll let you know when my activewear drops. My Instagram for it is at Today Sets. And the meaning behind Today Sets is like, you know when you want to go to the gym deep down inside, but also deep down inside, you're like, oh, I don't really want to go. And so you say, I'll just go tomorrow. I'll just go next week. So the point of Today Sets is start today. And I don't know if that makes sense to you, but I'm definitely going to, like, you're wearing today's sets so you can go work out. You're wearing today's sets so you can get those errands that you've been pushing off. You're wearing, so that's what I'm doing, and I'm super excited. And yeah, so I hope you guys are excited for me. I know that sounds a little selfish of me to be like, I hope you guys are excited for me, but I've just worked so hard on it, and I'm excited for you guys to see it, and maybe you guys will buy them and wear them and tag me, and yeah. So that's another thing that's been going on in my life. And then another current business that I'm working on is I got certified in lip blushing. So if any of you guys are in San Diego and are interested in lip blushing, send me a DM. I'm more than happy to do it. I do it for a very good price because I'm literally just getting started. So DM me if you have any questions on pricing. But anyways, I got a little sidetracked on that self-promotion. But anyways, that's another business. I got certified in lip blushing, so I bought a studio. I renovated the whole thing, and now I have this stress on me that has to pay rent, and it's a year lease. And honestly, sometimes I regret it. I'm like, why did I have to jump in and get a studio right away? I should have just done it, like, maybe rented, like, once a week a studio or rented a bed from like a salon or something like I don't know so I do regret it but at the same time you live and you learn this is I'm 20 this is my time to take risks and also having that rent that I need to pay every month kind of motivates me more to work 
harder on marketing my business because I do enjoy doing lips. Like I enjoy lip blushing. And so if I can make this business something that I can do for the rest of my life, I could see myself being happy. If it's a successful business, I could see myself being happy. That's the thing. I think another thing deep inside of me that is the reason why I'm starting all these businesses and I'm literally only 20 years old is because I'm scared about my future. And I've talked about this in another episode and it's a recent episode. It's called Trusting God's Plan. So go listen to that after this episode if any of you guys have like anxiety about the future. But I... That's why I think that I'm starting all these businesses because I'm trying to set myself up for the future. Because again, this is my time to take these risks. And when I'm done with college, I'm going to have to pay for my own bills, pay for all that. So I'm not going to have extra money to just drop on a business that who knows if it's going to be successful or not. So if you guys have some money in the bank and you have had this dream to have your own business and there's something you're passionate about doing I say go for it because you have your whole life to remake that money if it doesn't go successful but I say go for it follow your dreams and I know that sounds cliche but truly if you are in your early 20s go for it follow your dreams so now I'm going to talk about my experience with content creating and just working with social media if I have any little hacks or like little tips on for you guys to promote yours maybe you guys decided to start a podcast and actually I want to let you guys know that if you start a podcast with Spotify for podcasters that's literally the same thing I did so I get a lot of DMs, as I said earlier, about people asking, how do you start a podcast? So that's that. Literally, Spotify for podcasters is the way to go. But anyways, to promote it, I I rely on TikTok. TikToks have done okay for me, and it helps me get views. People save my TikToks, and it's fun. I, I really enjoy being a creative and content creating So it's not something where I'm like, oh, like I have to make TikToks to promote my thing. Like I'm like, ooh, what idea should I do with this sound? You know what I mean? Like I'll listen to a sound and try to relate it to my podcast. And it's honestly so fun. Like that's when you know like (laughs) you're literally in your 20s. Like you have fun being creative with TikTok, which I'm sure a lot of other people in different ages are like that too, but... That's how I know I am truly a creative and entrepreneur and it's just fun to me. So that's what I would recommend whatever business you are doing. If you decide to start a podcast, do it like that. Start some TikToks, promote that. Um, If you want to use Reels, do the same thing. It's just like TikTok. Make sure you do a few hashtags that can relate your TikTok to whatever your or relate your podcast to whatever your podcast is about and then also another thing you can do is reach out to people you could reach out to another podcaster 
and ask to do a collab. You could follow people from whatever business account you're doing that you think are the audience type that you're reaching you want. Like, I'm already, like, thinking of ideas for when I have my activewear brand. I'm definitely going to make TikToks, but I'm also going to go under the... Sorry, guys. Cops are driving by my street, so you might hear that. But anyways, so what I'm going to do for my activewear business, I'm going to follow people that are into the gym. Like, I'm going to search up gym, gym girl, hashtag gym girl, and I'm going to literally follow a bunch of those people and hopefully they find my Instagram and click the link in my bio and see some cute activewear. So that's another thing. And also you want to sell or have a service that makes you different from anyone else's. That's why I worked so hard on my activewear brand is because I wanted to be different than any other activewear out there. And Even with this podcast, yeah, there's so many other podcasts out there that are similar to me, but the thing is, none of them are like me because I literally am being myself. I talk about my own experiences. I am literally myself, and that's what you guys should do too if you start a podcast. Be yourself. Be true to you, and yeah. This episode was definitely just part one of starting a successful small business, but I'm definitely going to do part two. Maybe I'll do a Q&A and you guys can ask questions and I can answer those, but that's the end of today's episode. I really hope you enjoyed. I love you guys so, so, so much, and before I end this podcast, I want to remind you guys, if you're new here, you have no idea, but I do a giveaway every week, a weekly giveaway, and all that means is I... I give you guys a free latte, whoever wins. And how do I give you a free latte, you might be asking. Well, I just Venmo you, PayPal you, $5, and it's a latte on me. Go get yourself a latte, because I love lattes, so I want to give back to the people that are listening to my podcast, because I love you guys so much. And literally, having DMs, seeing people literally listening to my podcast is crazy to me and it just keeps motivating me to just do more and more and more so yeah and all you have to do to enter is post a story and tag me at new.era.pod on instagram and you can also post a tiktok and just show that you're listening to my podcast that's all you have to post is a screenshot of my podcast and tag me my tiktok is different it's at new era of me dot pod so yeah that's all i have for you guys today and i hope you guys have a great rest of your week i love you guys so much and share this podcast if you enjoyed it bye